the USFL gambling podcast week 10 reaction show on the sports gambling podcast network presented by WinBet. bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit WinBet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by sleeper. You already play fantasy on sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their over under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group and sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by us. Yes. The SGPN app is live in the app store and Google play store. It is your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. So grab that thing for free today and let it ride. Hey, this is Eric Metcalf. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Football is a unique American experience, a game described by one turn of the century critic as crude and barbaric with little chance of survival, but survive it did. What a season! What I mean, ten weeks in the books. We got a lot to talk about. My name is Colby Swinging Database Dad, aka Pick Duddy. That's not a pick. This is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows. Double the price, but no one touches Dundee. <laughs> they said it couldn't get done. The naysayers were talking tons of shit. They were everywhere on social media saying these leagues are a waste of time. It will not last more than two or three weeks when in reality, all they needed was solid financing. And they are here. I am joined by my co host. Give it up for former, former JMU Duke defensive back. Give it up for the burrito eating, sad lad kiss stealing. Oh, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, get my limousine, ride on eighty-five, get my Learjet, woo, and take off. That's what we're doing. We're taking off with the United States Football League. Uh, another week in the books, and look, I loved it. I loved it. Even a, a week with no real meaningful games besides the fact that Moose Johnson came in. I mean, yes, there was one meaningful game, I guess, when you say the Maulers Panthers battle for the first pick of the draft. Definitely. Pan- yes, Panthers get it done 33 21. 
And Patty C, um, we have ten weeks of re- whole regular season done. They said it couldn't be done. A lot of people, honestly, a lot of people talk shit. It'll be done by mid year. Yeah, know. people We're said that, and people don't realize the XFL would have made it had COVID not hit as well. So of course they were doing be- fine. Yeah, their belief that I mean the NCAA tournament wasn't even played that year. That thing gets like you know a hundred million fucking viewers. You know what I mean? Like right. So. <laughs> Uh, we are home. They said, "How does that feel to be on the right side of things with old Pick Dundee over here?" Because uh, look, I know we handicap games, but I handicapped my picks that this season was going to last when I heard that Fox was behind it, so they didn't have to pay to play. Hey, this is an investment that has paid off. There's no doubt about it. You know, we're sitting here, and you know, the real payoff is is still yet to come this season with the playoffs, which is the first like really exciting kind of postseason we're going to get. Yeah, uh, and and lo and behold, half the league is in the postseason. So in this sense, it's a big playoff. Yeah, and Canton, Ohio. We're gonna see how Birmingham does without. I heard Moose Johnson talk about it when in the middle of that Gamblers game, when he said like some teams voiced their opinion or their their complaints with the fact the Stallions have had home field advantage for the whole season. But that's gonna happen year one, especially coming out of a COVID thing. Hopefully next year. We know there's going to be a next year. Hopefully it won't be in Birmingham. Hopefully every team will be in there. I uh, mean, that is such a nonsense excuse. A it's not like the Birmingham fans were overwhelming uh, yeah. in their, in their uh, attendance. B all of you are staying at the hub. It's not like there's travel that you guys are having to deal with. You know, you're all staying in the same place. No one there has lived in Birmingham for more than a year. Like the, the Birmingham players don't even, they're not even like, yeah. It's not really like a big advantage. It's basically neutral site games the entire year. You can't win. That's the reality. You're complaining because you're losing. Um, we got so much to talk about here, but yes, we have one season in the books, Patty C. Now we're heading. I mean, regular season. Now we're heading to Canton, Ohio. We're gonna see how the Birmingham Stallions do without that home crowd that that other teams have apparently complained about, but. What do you make a year one? Well, I mean, look, I want to break down the 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 all offensive team, uh, all defensive team that the USFL put out, but I want to just talk a little bit before we uh, recap these games. What do you make? We're one year in the books. I think this is the best uh, sports thing that or best thing that's happened in sports in a minute. I would say, like for me. Um, well, yeah, I mean, the XFL in its initial, uh, you know, what rendition or where whatever you would call that in, in initial 2001, one. you mean, or, or yeah. 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 Cause it's the, been 21 the, the years, I think 21 years. Yeah. And it had the right, you know, and it had the right idea in its heart, but the execution was awful, you know, the and original it was cheesy. XFL sucked. Like, let's be honest. Like I still, I mean, but, it, they, but it sucked. they had the idea of, okay, football is getting a little softer here. We let's, let's do the tough thing, but it was done in a WWE WWF kind of way. And this is like, okay, let's keep it really football oriented instead of making it this clown show. And you know, the, the game, the NFL is different enough that it it does like become like a, a substantially different product. So it's worth watching on that alone without any of that clown show stuff. So, you know, that's fun. And then, uh, you know, the fact that they were able to bring in some nostalgic and uh, awesome brands along with it. Yeah, it's by year two or three. This is going to feel like a great, you know, addition to the sports, uh, uh, sports season. You know, yeah. the, this is sports sports year. I agree, and uh, hopefully they expand. You know, we want to see the Washington Federals. We want to see the Oakland Invaders. 
We want to see the Memphis showboats and the San Antonio gunslingers and the Los Angeles express. Cause I will be a season ticket holder if that's the case. Um, but uh, I mean, yeah, great, great first season. Let's, let's cap these playoffs off. Um, but I guess before I dive into all that, let's, let's break down the U the USFL released their all offense and defensive team. First team uh, uh, this past week. I'm going to rattle this off for you folks already at quarterback Sloter Sundays made it Kyle Sloter. How do you see? Do you agree with that? I mean, second in the league in uh, passing yards. I, uh, yeah. Um, but also second in the league in interceptions. Uh, I don't know if I believe that. In fact, I don't think I agree with that. I, I, and I believe they, that they was should your pull a tech well. mobile and just put QB generals. <laughs> in my opinion, you know how you know Tech Football QB Eagles. They should just go QB Generals because look, DeAndre Johnson had he not got injured, I think has played better, and I also think Luis Perez has pl played better. And you can make a case Jamar Smith has. I think you can easily make a case Jamar Smith, and I, I think maybe he deserves to be the number one. But you're right, the other two, as a as a tandem, probably played at least as well. So Sloter's the quarterback, all first team. You know, and I'm a slower guy, but still, uh, running back Darius Victor. Well, I will say this: uh, the the the, uh, the Breakers passing performance without him on Sunday showed how much they missed him. So <laughs> That's maybe true. there is some value there. Uh, the pass blocking for them isn't the greatest. I feel like when I watch them, but uh, the, the running backs all first team: Darius Victor, the bowling ball. Um, Got and, that one right. And Reggie Corbin from the Michigan Panthers. Uh, so ironically here, the guy, I think Jordan Ellis led the league in rushing, not a first team USFL player. Mm. Pretty it's, funny. Uh, Pretty funny. That is. So right now you have the, the, the leader in yardage passing, not a first teamer and the leader in rushing, but receiving they I think they got it right. Victor Bolden jr. I know he's been dinged up some and Cavante Turpin. Are there two wide outs? I think they got it right there. Yeah. I mean, and I don't know if you have the, uh, the special teams pulled up, but it looks like they have uh Turpin as the first team punt, punt Dude, returner as well. He's the best player in the league. Most explosive player. Certainly probably the best. Uh, just uh, when you add in the fact that he plays special teams, I think he is the best player. Um, uh, tight end is Sal Canella, right? I know that sounds like a dish at an Italian restaurant, but um, <laughs> He was a beast on the breakers. The offensive line, Patty C. Um, we have Terry Poole at uh at tackle as well as Jared Jones at tackle. Those two are fantastic. We had uh at guard Cameron Hunt. And uh at the other guard we had Garrett McGinn, who happens to be One year in, one year in, we already put an all first team USFL product out there. Uh, and then <laughs> at center, we had Jared Thomas for the new Orleans breakers. But I think the revealing thing here is two of the five on the offensive line from the new Jersey generals. I said this all year. I, mean, I said this, I call this in like week two or three, they got the best ground attack. They have the best offensive line and that, that I includes mean, their passing. So yeah. What were you going to say? When you have uh, the, the first team running back, 
the first team receiver, two first team offense linemen, and the first team kick returner. I would say the league is pretty convinced that you're an explosive attack, <laughs> right? Mike Riley doing a fantastic job while he's sitting there eating, sucking down sandwiches, watching these games. Um, <laughs> That's a man after my own heart. He is. He'll eat a uh, sandwich on a sideline. I'll eat a burrito. Yes. Yes. That's probably a man after your own heart. Cause yes. you're a big sandwich guy. I am a sandwich you? guy. Now look, if he's just sitting there on this and I, he doesn't need a big crowd. He's just sitting there watching o- other games all alone in fucking Legion field, eating a fucking sandwich, probably sucking down a beer, you know, gotta love that guy. I mean, that's essentially what I was doing on that sideline at JMU. I I was all alone on that bench, just eating that burrito. (laughs) I I, I was doing my Mike Riley right there. There you go. Do you someone, you got to do the Riley. All right. Defensively, Chris Odom at defensive end for the Houston gamblers. And the other defensive end was D Davin Bellamy from the new Orleans breakers. The breakers also had Reggie Howard at defensive tackle and the, uh, the last defensive tackle uh, friend of the program, Toby Johnson for the New Jersey generals. Shout out to Toby. He's been on the show. Great guy. And uh, he played his ass off. He even had an interception this season at defensive tackle. So uh, uh, linebacker wise, we had uh, DeMarcus Gates for the Birmingham stallions. We had Donald Payne for the Houston gamblers. We had Gerard Fernandez of the New Orleans Breakers. Uh, uh, an obvious miss there, which you know it w- was the right call since he was injured. Was of course Shark Dog. Our if boy not- Shark Dog been on the show too, but yeah, I mean, look, he got injured. He would have been on there. Absolutely, he would have been on there. Had but. Donald Payne of uh, of the Gamblers at at the middle linebacker position, getting hype as potentially the defensive player of the year for the league. Well, and with great reason. I mean, he has been. If you've watched any of the of the of the Gamblers games, the guy has been a force. Um, linebacker Donald Payne reminds me of like uh, Derek Johnson. You know, yeah, sideline to sideline, can play safety. You know, he's big enough to be a, a stout middle linebacker too. He's a force for sure. And you know, this is a guy that's been in the NFL. He played for the Baltimore Ravens, the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Ravens again, and the Jaguars again. Tw- two stints with each of them. Then the then the Washington Redskins, uh, the Miami Dolphins, the San Francisco 49ers. And and he's a guy from Stetson University, same college as Ray Finkel. So you gotta love that. <laughs> um the secondary had at corner that had Channing Stribling from the Philadelphia Stars, as well as who Will. led the league uh, in yeah. interceptions, right? Yeah, exactly. And the Stars had that big play defense that, you know, at times you'd think the run defense was trash, but they they somehow make big plays. The uh, the the other corner is Will Likely from the Houston Gamblers, and at safety uh, we have Shalom Luani from the New Jersey Generals, and the Pittsburgh Maulers Bryce. Torrenden. So what we got one mauler on there. We had one mauler, one mauler make the cut. between the two uh, first teams. Um, and, but I mean that defense, three breakers and three uh, gamblers, uh, the South division playing some defense this year. Well, and we knew the gamblers, like they, they really probably, you could make a case. They were, they were better than the Tampa Bay bandits. I don't care. Bandits and and let's go. Let let's just recap, I guess. Be, but before we recap, I gotta get us paid. I want to tell you that the USFL Gambling Podcast Week Ten 
recap show is brought to you by WinBet. Bet fifty dollars at WinBet and get two hundred dollars in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit WinBet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy and Sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash with their over under game. Just head to sleeper.com/sgp on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. That's sleeper.com/sgp. We're also brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app is live in the App Store and Google Play Store. It is free to download. If you get this thing, you'll get access to all of our podcasts. All right, CFL is going on right now. Subscribe to the CFL the CFL Gambling Podcast because you're going to get access to that as well via the SGPN app, um, and you'll get all of our USFL content articles. We have articles written every single day. I feel like on the USFL, and also me, Patty C, and NC Nick are breaking down all 131 college football teams with a season preview, uh, getting ready for August when that season kicks off to the 2022 college football season. You'll get access to all of that stuff over there. So uh, we're also brought to you by trade coffee. Yes. I mean, trade coffee is, is it just connects customers to the freshest and best tasting coffee they've ever made at home by partnering with the country's best craft roasters. Yes. These are independent businesses from big cities and small towns and trade customers are truly impactful for these independent roasters often uh, being the largest source of new growth f- for them. So you got to check it out. And, and it's expert tasted coffee. Might I add because trades coffee team actually taste test thousands of coffees to keep 400, 450 different kinds every single day shipped ship out. So, I mean, I mean, you're just constantly, those guys are coffee maniacs. All right. They're just tasting coffee every day. What a great job. Mm. Um, so trade is, uh, and, and look, trade's first match is guaranteed. Trade is so confident. They'll match you the right coffees on the first time. And if they don't, they'll, they'll, they'll take your feedback and an actual coffee expert will work with you to send you a brand new bag for free. So you, you got nothing to lose here. All right. So Right now, Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com slash SGP. That's more than 40 cups of coffee for free people. Get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com slash SGP and let Trade find you a coffee you'll love. That's drinktrade.com slash SGP for $30 off. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well be giving away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP and other pry guys. That's why here at SGPN studios, we use IP vanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IP vanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting hundred percent of your data. That means your private details, your emails, your passwords, your communication, your browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IP vanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's really that simple. You can use IP vanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Your, your you know, your, whatever your computers, your tablets, your phones, even devices like your fire stick. When you're streaming, uh, whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go anywhere without IP vanish. So go to IP slash SGP and use that promo code SGP and claim 70% off your savings. That's IP V a N I S H.com slash S G. P. All right, Patty C. It was a it was a fun week. The Generals went to nine and one, and the, they look they covered for me. I laid the two and a half. Um, 
I mean, <laughs> talk about skinning your teeth there. They were up by more though. Stars got a garbage touchdown. Generals uh-huh. were in control of this game. Um, <laughs> a win's a win. <laughs> a win is a win is a win. I did take the Bandits plus the points uh, as they lost to the Stallions twenty one eighteen. Stallions go nine and one, so the, the the two teams go nine and one in year one of the rebirth. Since what was the spread on that Bandit Stallions game? I didn't actually. I mean, I I picked it, but I don't recall what the line was off the top of my head. I'd have to go find that one, uh, but I didn't actually bet that one myself. Okay. Um, then yesterday's action, the Breakers. Uh, I feel like you would have covered. I feel like the Stallions should have been. I thought I, I thought three. I took the Bandits. I forget, but I actually I'm, bet the Generals minus two and a half, and I also actually bet my lock of the week was the the Michigan Panthers. Uh, I think it was I don't even remember what the spread was, but the thing cashed as they won by twelve against the Maulers. Yeah, and uh, the other game was Breakers, the Breakers Gamblers. Gamblers won twenty to three, which just makes you wonder, Kenji Bahar and the Gamblers, they're better than their record, man. Three and seven. So the final the final pecking order would be. Birmingham one at nine and one since they beat the generals uh, generals two uh, three would be, I think the new Orleans breakers. Cause they beat the Philadelphia stars. So okay. Three would be the, is breakers. this your final uh, dance power rankings here? No, 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 no. My power rankings. I will give you them, but um, okay. Four stars. Five would be bandits. Six gamblers, seven Panthers, eight Maulers. My power rankings still since week two, when I watched the, the Generals play. Um, really, I haven't. I think so. For the episode, the recap of week two is when I deemed them the best team in the league. They are the best team in the league, and they're going to prove it in Canton. Winners in of nine of straight. Lost that opener against the Stallions, but and, since then it's been clear sailing. And a game they were up the whole game against the Stallions. They were also they outgained the Stallions. They're the best team in the league. They're going to prove well, it let in me, the playoffs. Let me push back a little bit here. Uh, points four for the Generals, two thirty-two. Points four for the Stallions, two thirty-four. Very very slight advantage to the Stallions. Points against Generals, one eighty-two. Points against Stallions, one sixty-nine. Advantage Stallions again. Some of the um, some of the nonsense there was the fact that when DeAndre Johnson was starting, they were kind of like a triple option team. They would just use the clock. I mean, they dominated yeah. certain football games where the score was like the the I don't know, like the Maulers got a score in the final drive, and it made it look like oh that was a close game. When from snap one to the final snap, control. the Generals dominated that football game. So. You yeah. believe what you want to believe, all right? <laughs> all right. Uh, just, just putting it out there. Just putting <laughs> it out there. <laughs> uh, isn't that a Tom Petty lyric? You believe what you want to believe, but um. That's so right. Then, then I would put it. Don't I, have to live like a refugee, do you? Yes. Goalie? Yes. Uh, <laughs> and they, that's what the next team needs to be: the refugees, right? Oh, that'd be great. It's kind of weird. <laughs> Let's do it. The Miami El Paso refugees. refugee. No, they're, I guess they're not really refugees down there, but okay. That's <laughs> it's not racist. What do you mean? That's just fun. All right. It's it like, is come just on. fun. Come on. Let's have a little fun in our lives. That's what the USFL is all about. Yeah. I mean, come on, let's do this thing. Um, okay. Number three for me. So I would go, I would go generals one stallions, two stars, three. And I think the stars are pushing the stallions. I think they're pushing them. 
at four. We got the breakers. I had to at five. I'm fucking going with the gamblers. I'm sorry. The bandits suck ass. I don't know how the hell they got four wins. Gamblers are the fourth best is the fifth best team in the league. The sixth best team in the league. I'll go bandits. I think Michigan's close. Uh, Seven Michigan, eight Pittsburgh. And I I read a report saying Jeff Fisher, welcome back for year two. I think this. Hmm. I mean, it wasn't an official report. It was a tweet from inside sources accordingly, you know, allegedly I should say. Um, uh, Jeff Fisher and Kevin Sumlin uh, are going to come back for year two, but I hear Kirby Wilson. That's up in the air. So we shall see. Well, he's the only one that it was like his team was very rarely competitive. So uh, I think the rest, you know, Jeff Fisher certainly made enough mistakes to uh, warrant maybe yeah. b- being replaced. If you're a Michigan Panther fan, I think you're thinking if we can just fix a couple of the things like Fisher's teams had us in some, a lot of these games, I think yeah. most of them uh, you were in the game. You just couldn't get the dub. Maybe next year's your, maybe, you know, maybe Shea Patterson wasn't the answer. Maybe he found it with Paxton Lynch. Maybe he found it with Eric Barrier or Josh yeah. love, but, um, and certainly, certainly Houston, you know, I think you gotta be content with someone. He figured it out toward the end there. Well, Kenji Bahar, you think Kenji that was Bahar. It? I mean, well, I, I can tell you this Thorson opens up the offense more, but they were turnover. They were a turnover machine. seems like with Bahar, they, they kind of don't kill themselves as much. You know what gotcha. I mean? So yeah, I don't know that it's the answer. I think there's better options out there probably. Like yeah. if I were them, I would get on the phone and try to get Eric Barrier, or perhaps they can go out and get, you know, someone on the, on the market there. But, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think Wilson, Kirby Wilson should be fired because I don't understand how a Pittsburgh Mahler fan is supposed to be happy. I even think if you're a Tampa Bay bandit fan, you got to say, ah, oh, well give me Haley year two, maybe we improve the offensive line. And uh, I think, I think uh, obviously you're happy with the four playoff teams, Patty C it's early right now. It's very early, mm-hmm. but I'm going to pull up some lines on good old, uh, you know, I, I I'm, I'm going to save my picks, but I think the power rankings probably going to tell you, but I guess that it depends what the spread is, but I am very curious what you will be doing. Saturday will be here at God's eye studio watching, you know, or, or SGPN studio watching on God's eye watching the, uh, the road to the freedom cup with, with the USFL, <laughs> the New Jersey generals are a four and a half point favorite against the Philadelphia stars. Patty C you have a, mm. a, a quick reaction there. I'm going to be silent here. I'm going to save it for our pick show, but the listeners, you know, uh, maybe they want to know what Patty C is doing here. Look, I think uh, I think it's a half point too much. I'm I'm taking the stars here. I expect competitive game, and I think Case Cookies is going to keep his team in the game. Plus one seventy five on the money line. Are you going to take the stars? Are you brave enough to take the stars on the money line, Patty C? I can't go against uh, the Generals. I'm not going to lie. I think they. I think you're right. I think they're the best team in the league, but. History is on the stars side. Three USFL championship games have been played, and three <laughs> of them have included the Philadelphia they Stars. Are, they so. are the Green Bay Packers of this league, right? That's I mean, right. <laughs> or the Chicago Bears, or I don't know. I mean, I don't know how you want to deem it. Probably the Packers. Um, but uh, I don't even know who was great back then. <laughs> 
Canton uh, Bulldogs of this league. <laughs> yes, they need to bring the Canton Bulldogs back. All they right. Do. This is a step after playing their first uh season playoffs in Canton, Ohio. Bring yeah. a team. How, how great to go Birmingham, which is like uh, Iron Bowl country, and then go up to Canton, Ohio, which I figure is pretty close to steel steel country there. Yeah. It's as American as it gets. It's fantastic and only we got to give a special shout out to Daryl Moose Johnson because only a fullback would have done would have been able to put this all together. All right, yeah. if it was a quarterback. It, it, it would have been some in a dome in some stupid stadium. You know what I mean? Daryl Moose Johnson. Fullbacks are the heart and soul of football. All right, I they agree. are the heart and soul of football. They're very <laughs> unselfish, and uh, and yeah, I mean, shout out to Moose Johnson. Did a great job. They are what everything everything that football is about is the fullback, and he he has he has represented the league great. I agree with you. Uh, let me. I want to give another shout out, Michael Robinson, who uh, I watched play high school football. Um, yeah. he was obviously machine playing quarterback at. Uh, Penn State. He was announcing one of the games on Saturday, and he played fullback again, bringing the fullback into the uh, fold here for the Seattle Seahawks. And I want to give him a shout out for there was a clear, you know, old school football hit, I'll call it, you know. And at, based on him, you know, if you go back and watch Michael uh, Robinson highlight of him blasting the safety from uh, from Minnesota, a similar old school football hit. So he didn't have any gripes with the defender returning the favor, and that is what we love about the USFL. It is true. It is true. Like the NFL, the no fun league when they throw a flag, when they brush up against Lamar Jackson or some shit, the USFL doing a much better job. I think with, with the refs and the rules and, and look, football is a contact game. We want to see hits. So, um, uh, all right. Well, uh, what will the, the second game, Patty C the Birmingham yeah. stallions currently a five point favorite against the break, break a one, two, New Orleans breakers. What are you doing there? He's at a five point favorite, five point favorite. The stallions are one by mm. one. Just what? Three weeks ago, 10 to nine. Oh boy. I mean, what's the status on Slaughter? I guess that's the real big question here. I think he's going to be, he's going to be healthy for the game. Okay. Because they were atrocious without him this week, 64 passing yards, two interceptions, zero touchdowns. Uh, between uh Smith and, and Patterson. This may be good, sometimes it may be shit. <laughs> Absolutely. So I think a lot rides on that, but I'm gonna do five points is I think they got the number right, but on the off chance that uh Sloter isn't one hundred percent for that game, I'm gonna lean Stallions on this. Interesting. Interesting. I like what we have here. I will talk more about these matchups uh, throughout the week on our on our pick show, also our DFS show. Me and NC Nick put out. Remember, come play DraftKings, or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, come play DFS with us. Sorry, sponsors. <laughs> um, and uh, and uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. NC Nick tweets it out. We we tweeted out from from uh, at USFL Gambling. Patty C, year one is in the books. Anything else we should talk about? I mean, I think, uh, I don't know. I, I wanted to make one more observation about the weekend stats uh, this weekend. The uh, uh, team with the uh, more passing yards won three out of the four uh, games, as opposed to last week when they won zero out of the four games. But I but, will say this three out of the four games I'll, were useless. Yeah. And, and they, they won the passing uh, battle by about five yards. And I believe the teams that had a significant running edge were still the, uh, the teams that won the games. And so I feel like this league is, is a great job, you know, from start to finish in, in demonstrating balance 
And uh, again, what we've preached is the style of football that we like to see. That's not completely based on what quarterback can pick apart a defense. It's just a more fun version of football. So they they have also say that the fun has gone out of football, that it's become too predictable. For them, let me present 30 seconds of football, USFL style. The USFL, where football is still a game. Mm -hmm. There we go. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I I did not mean to cut you off, buddy. Everyone couldn't get, say it better myself. Don't don't worry about it. <laughs> yes, I mean that's the best part about it, and I agree that balance and like to me, uh, you know, when I uh, the reason why I think there's been a decline in the NFL is because the the rules have changed, and it's kind of like you know every quarterback, everything it's everything's the same. Everything's the yeah. same. Tom Brady, Aaron so, Rodgers, we get it. Okay. <laughs> uh, but folks, subscribe to the USFL Gambling Podcast. Whether you like the NFL, whether you love the NFL or not, I think you'll dig uh, us as we continue on this journey. All right, uh, we knew this thing was going to last, and uh, yeah, the Freedom Cup is right around the corner. Subscribe to the USFL Gambling Podcast. We're available in any spot where you can get podcasts, and also if you can give us a five star review on iTunes, take a screenshot of that. Find me on Twitter at the Colby D or at USFL Gambling on Twitter. Show us that screenshot. And we'll send you a T-shirt, brand new. Uh, I like I said, I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C831. Give us all a follow. NC Nick, the DFS God himself, he's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. Sports Gambling Podcast Network's on Twitter at the SGP Network. And yeah, go get the SGPN app. I think you'll like the Slack channel, Sports Gambling Podcast. We're always talking uh, USFL there. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, you're gonna get access. When you get the app, you'll get access to all of our podcasts, but you should subscribe to all those great podcasts. We got going the college football experience, breaking down 131 FBS teams with a solo episode for each and every team in the land, the college basketball experience. Uh, as we break down college basketball year round, um, you know, sports gambling podcast got you covered on the NFL front. Um, also the CFL gambling podcast. We're seeing that season take off and that's been a lot of fun to watch to see at the Canadian football league. So check that out. Also, I mean the MLB gambling podcast, the NHL gambling podcast, uh, the college baseball experience as the road to Omaha heats up uh, NASCAR gambling podcast, notorious OTB gambling podcast. If you like, if you like horse racing, uh, the Zed run shout out to my boy, Scott Bowser. So check out all those. You'll enjoy them. All right. You'll enjoy them. You really will. So, all right, folks at Patty C anything else you want to say before we, we go to Canton. Hey, let's ride high into these playoffs, baby. Looking forward to it. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Can't wait. All right, folks. This is the USFL gambling podcast week 10 reaction show. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Run, shoot.